Jared refuses the turnip placed in his lap. Keep it. Eugene arrives. Hello, Jared. My name is Dr. Eugene Porter. I do say the doctor part in air quotes. But while I do understand that you are a ginormous pain in the gluteus maximus, I'm here to offer you one of my primo cukes. Keep it. Jerry arrives. Dude, it's Jerry from the kingdom. And so I say kingdom, but I don't really know if we have a king anymore. So, But we do have these rad pomegranates. Take one. Keep it. Morgan arrives. Jared, it is clear that I am not a fan of yours. But the word on the street is that I'm leaving to the crossover of Fear the Walking Dead. So I'm here to offer you my last peanut butter protein ball. Take it. Keep it. What are y'all doing? I am in charge of the hilltop and all of our resources. Do not be feeding this prisoner. Put him in the pen. Eduardo, Cal, put him in the pen with Gregory. And don't even think about giving Gregory any of our sorghum pancakes. Oh, Maggie, no, no, not the pancakes. Don't take my pancakes, too. Maggie, no. Shut your mouth. Well, that was it. Uh, hmm. a, lot of, a lot of characters there tonight. Oh. <laughs> That's quite quite a full cast, would you say? <laughs> yes, I was. I just knew it. I loved hearing that word pomegranate. You know why? <laughs> why? <laughs> when Tracy and I were at Walker Soccer Atlanta's line. And we got yep. wasn't a, and we got a chance to find out what pomegranate meant. We saw somebody with a shirt on that said, "Where's the pomegranate?" You yeah, that? where's the pomegranate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it <laughs> and it was because uh, the pomegranate actually stood for King Ezekiel, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. And where he was, no one could find him. Is that right? Am I right, Tracy? No one well, could find him. for Kari. Kari. I think it was like their code was name. It Kari Kari. Or was it I okay. thought it was Kari himself, like the, the the handlers and stuff. That was like their code. Where's our pomegranate? Where's my pomegranate? So there you so go. They, so so was, they had well, buttons made. Kari, not King Ezekiel, but it was for Kari. Yeah. And they couldn't yeah. find him. And so, so, guess what? He became code word pomegranate. There you go. Roger that. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, interesting how uh, you know Jared's still being pretty stubborn and wouldn't wouldn't take the turn turn up you know no food and then you know all this in our improv all these characters came in still wanted to offer him something and he wouldn't take anything so I'm who right. knows what would it take for Jared to to eat you know maybe what could they give him actually maybe maybe <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Grace the cream, but guess what? There is none in the apocalypse. No. I think they're all shut down. I, I would think so. so. Think so. Unless, unless, air quote, Dr. Eugene could get yeah. some um, sugar and, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That? But we need, to, we need to use his abilities more. Sonia and I were talking about that last week. That, I remember um, <laughs> We need to get more from, from Eugene. 
So, I mean, so what if he lies? He still has some skills and talents, and we need to use those resources more fully. But, you know, they don't let us write the show, so we'll see. Exactly. And don't get me started on that mullet. (laughs) No. No. I know. I know it's not your fave. (laughs) No. All right. And I don't mean his hairstyle, ladies and gentlemen. I call it being the mullet. (laughs) Yeah. Just, Just him in general. So... He'll, he'll win you over one of these days. Just wait and see. So, uh, to me, Jared, you know, in the improv, they were trying to give him all these uh, different foods. You know, what what would it yeah. take? You mentioned maybe donuts. Do you think maybe we should check in with the actor, Josh Michael, and find out what he thinks it would take to get Jared to accept something to eat? I think that would be great. I mean, I think that's a fair question. Um, I did. And is it, what do you think he's going to say? <laughs> donuts. I'm, I'm convinced now that it's donuts. Um, but, yeah, turns out we did have a chance to pose a few questions to Josh Michael, um, who plays Jared um, on The Walking Dead. So we're going to let you take a listen to what he had to say. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Josh Michael. I play Jared on The Walking Dead, and I got the scoop-a-loop. For the TNT podcast on so many shows.com, baby. Name a food you think Jared would never be able to refuse. Mom's cooking. Nailed it. Ah. 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 Earned myself some points there. Uh, have you ever grown turnips in your personal garden? No, I have not grown turnips. Uh, I would like to. I'd like to have a larger plot of land, but right now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rocking out of a pretty small space in my rented uh, apartment's front yard, and uh, yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have a lot of room for those root vegetables and potatoes and the like. Um, but apparently, you don't need a lot of room, so maybe I'll try them. Can you give us a great tip for first-time gardeners? Absolutely. Uh, a lot of first-time gardeners have great success with tomatoes. Uh, Roma tomatoes or cherry tomatoes are are particularly easy to grow. They require a lot of sun, so find a spot in your yard with a lot of sun, a lot of uh, well-drained soil, and, and get them plenty of water. I think a lot of people just neglect them. Um, and then it's a great place to start. So you start with tomatoes, maybe you try more tomatoes the next year. You're constantly learning what works, what doesn't. And then you can grow your garden. Um, eggplant is also a super easy kind of set-it-and-forget-it type of vegetable as long as you give it water. Um, same with peppers. Lots of people have a lot of luck with peppers, especially down here in the South. And, you know, uh, don't give up on it. A lot of times people think their plants are dead and they're not. They're just, they just need a little bit of water and and they naturally wilt in some of the hotter summer days. Don't water in the middle of the day when the sun is direct. That'll burn your plants up. But it's mostly pretty easy. And you don't need a ton of space if you're planting in your yard. Um, just make sure you, you have a good spot with plenty of sun. Yeah, I hope that works. I can't wait to taste all your tomatoes. Wow, thanks so much, Josh. That was a lot of great information, and you're always so much fun. We really appreciate it. Now back to the rest of the show. All right, folks, we're TNT Talk. That stands for Tracy and... And to me, and she's back. We're so excited that she's back. We've missed her for the past two weeks. Her voice is clearly working quite well, and I'm so excited um, 
that she's back. I had a great time with Melissa and Sonia, and uh, we're very grateful for them getting involved the last couple of weeks. Love to have you guys back sometime. Uh, but Melissa, tonight, Sonia, thank you, thank you, thank you. For tonight, we're back to the, the original TNT, but, um, yeah, they were they were great. So um, our format is to ask each other three questions each. We don't know about them ahead of time. We respond to each other, and then for ourselves, for our own questions, we will talk about our most explosive moment of the episode and rate the episode between one and five sticks of dynamite. Um, I thought it was interesting when I was preparing my three questions tonight, Tamish, because there actually were three questions in the episode, you know? Yes, there the were. Three, the three questions were back, and I was like, what would – what would she do if I said, okay, here's my first question. How many walkers have you killed? Would you just smack me if you could? No, because what <laughs> would happen is if I answered and actually gave you a number, then you'd be like, okay, he's in this podcast now. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I did not even think about that. Oh, glory. Well, before we get started with our three questions, um, I wanted to quiz you a little bit. There were a ton of storylines um, covered, addressed in this episode. So I have a list going here, and I, we can take turns and see just how many storylines we can come up with. So Carl and Sadiq, they were a, they were part of the story. What do you have for me? I'm gonna get you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Another storyline that we have. Oh, it would be uh, the fat lady scenes. That one. Those yeah. two over there. What's yeah. their story? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Rosita and Michonne there, um, and then also in conjunction with that, uh, Daryl and Tara had some scenes. Yeah. Had a scene by themselves, yeah. and then they show up. With that, all right. So it's back to you. Then it would be, huh? It would be uh, Maggie. I would, uh-huh. It would be Maggie and Grace. Okay, Maggie and Grace Hilltop talking to Aaron and Eden. And then I'm gonna counter that with Maggie out in the in the Hilltop yard with Gregory and Jared and the prisoners and Jesus. Yes, and Jesus. Yes. Back at and now we're back at you. The list continues. And then I think my final one is going to be um, Jesus and, uh, uh-oh, what's, his, what's, what's the character's name that didn't want to eat the turnip? Jared. I don't his real name. And Jared. Uh-huh, yeah. Jesus and Jared. That's, yep. that's going to be something right there. Okay. Then we've got Carol, Henry, Ezekiel, and Jerry. They were all in the episode. Yeah, that was a pretty rough scene for them. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. All right, now there's a couple more. There's a couple more I have written down. Can you think? Who are we missing? Another part of the episode? You have I to know. give me the area. Give area? Give me. Okay, scavenger. You and your two <laughs> words. <laughs> that was my clue. Oh, really? Is that what you did? Um, so I guess since I brought it up, we could go with the scavenger. Scavenger's yeah. and Rich. That would be a storyline right there. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. That's that's a, that's all I can think of. Um, so you guys, if, if there's if there are any other characters that were not covered in this list, let us know. 
We'd love to hear. But I just I just wanted to walk through that because isn't it amazing how many characters were in one episode? It was. And then not only were there a lot of characters, it, the time flew by. And, and before yeah. you knew it, it was five minutes left in the episode. It was like, yeah. whoa. Right. So. Now, yeah. it did. It made it go by fast. Now, follow up to that before we get into the official three questions. Did you like, do you like that? Do you, do you like having so many storylines in one episode or would you like to spend more time on a few? I think for me, I'm fine with the multiple storylines, but there has to be more action. Okay, more so action. So you can have okay. 15 storylines as long as we have, as long as we have more action going on. So, it's I'm funny fine you say that. that, and I can do that. I can, I can do the pieces. I can do okay. right there. Yep. I've been missing, kind of in contrast. I've been missing some of the more extended dialogue, like some more of the like. To me, there has been a lot of action so far this season. You know, they're on a mission. They have this war. They have these plans. Some people are going off book. Um, you know, but there there has been a lot of activity. But sometimes I miss the. Uh, a little bit of the, not just the emotional aspect, but just some of that good, rich dialogue, which I thought there was, was um, last week, I thought there was in that room, in the sanctuary with all those people. So I got, And then, of course, with um, Father Gabriel and Negan, there was a lot of that. So I, I think that's one thing I was so excited about last week and one thing that I was maybe missing a little bit this week. But, you know, it's just funny because so many people have said, we don't want episodes about just one person. We don't want to go three episodes without seeing Daryl, you know, things like that. So I think the producers have heard that, you know, from the fans, and there does seem to have been a shift. And I just wondered if you thought it had shifted too far the other way. I think that it made a shift right now is because they're at war. And I think that the way that, the way that I'm interpreting the writing is that it's like you're plotting a war at the table. And it's like uh-huh. every time you see a different uh, section or a different faction, let me say it like that, mm-hmm. a different faction, it's another yeah. part of them trying to plan the war out. And so right. as Carl met Sadiq, whether we uh-huh. realize or can't put it together, that's some part of the all-out war. Because I I don't want to think that everybody assumed we were going to start the season and then they were just going to bomb the saviors with something that they had created. And then I really appreciated during this episode when Rosita and Michelle were in the car and they said that it had only been a day and a half. Like I was very Mm -hmm. happy Mm -hmm. about that because people Mm -hmm. automatically assume that it's been weeks. No, it hasn't been weeks. It's mm-hmm. only been a day and a half, so yeah. they've done a lot in a day and a half. So. They sure have, yeah, and lost a lot of people in a day and a half. Woo. Yeah. Okay. the whole kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, well, if you're okay with it, I'll start out with my first question for you. That's a lot of people on unemployment. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Number one, will Carol convince Ezekiel to come out of hiding, and will he? Right now, she's saying they need their king back. Is he going to come back? But is he going to be the same king or not? So it's twofold. 
I'm glad you brought up King of because we really need to talk about that pose that he had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like a photo shoot. Yeah. That was like an Abercrombie and Fitch photo shoot uh, layout. I was like, really? Is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> come back uh but it'll be a suicide mission for him he won't come Ooh. back as the uh king ezekiel that we once knew and i think that in his heart he's going to feel like i got all these people killed so i need to die in battle too and, I, and that's where i'm seeing his mindset go oh you are so confident and specific with your answers yeah. it would like be too easy for carol to take over it would be yeah. too easy and too predictable for Carol to take the lead in this. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. As far as my answer, I, in regard to Carol, I don't think she wants to be a leader. She she is a leader among people, but I don't think she wants to be the leader of anything, um, in my opinion. I do think that their connection will help. She she will be able to help bring him back out um, as a leader as a king, I think there's still going to be the kingdom, but I think it's going to be like uh, King Ezekiel 2.0. Like it's going to be different somehow, yeah. and not just because not just because there's no Shiva and not, but I just think he's going to shift a little bit and approach things differently. Um, I'm not quite sure how, but I think we are going to get King Ezekiel back, King Ezekiel 2.0. Yeah, I agree with that. 2.0. Ooh, uh, where? Okay. So my first question for you, Tracy, is where do you think uh, Enid and Aaron are off to? Oh, goodness. Hmm. So open-ended when they did that. It sure is. It sure was. Um, you know, maybe they're going to go to the uh, to the scavengers. That would be interesting. Somebody's going to have to show up there and help them out. Um, so that's one thought is if they know that Rick's there, he's t- he said people know he's there, and he's told them he's gone there. Um, maybe they're going to go there. Uh, other than that? Because what did Aaron say? He said that he was he was going to end it. No, that was Daryl. What did Aaron yeah. say? What, he was saying something he was going to go but I forgot his line, but it was like something I, I that he was going to end it or something that he was going to do to get this all to stop. Hmm. Like to do more or something? I don't remember uh, something. either. But, um, yeah. So I'm just, I don't know, obviously. Um, it's, yeah, that is a big mystery. But I'm going to go with somehow they're going to the the garbage pile. Okay. I think that they're headed towards the saviors. Okay. That would be my thing. I think that mm-hmm. they're headed towards the same news I, uh, because he still, you know, wants to avenge the death of, I don't know if we should speak the dead's name since we didn't speak. Uh, <laughs> he, well, he made the, he made the in memoriam, so, yeah, it's your oh, call. Oh, no! Oh, no, so that made it official. <laughs> I think that maybe, I think maybe he's headed towards the uh, saviors, and at first I thought okay. he was headed towards suicide mission, but then when he invited Enid along, I don't think he's yeah. going to kill her. 
Yeah. No. So I don't. I think that he's headed towards whatever the ending was that Rick and the group had originally planned. I think he's going to go do that and skip everything else in the middle, whatever that is. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good theory. Now I got to ask you this: uh, if, if this went through your mind at all, when he told um, Enid to go get her stuff, you know, some food, they might be gone a while. I totally thought for a second, oh, he's pulling a Carl, where Carl told her to go get some guns and clothes her in the closet. Did you think that at all? At first, well, wait, when she walked away, I initially thought of it, then when I watched him, he he propped his leg up and put it out the door. So I said, oh, okay, he must really is going to wait. He's going to wait. Yeah, I mean, I didn't didn't think it for long, but I was like, wait a minute, is he trying to just uh, get her to go and so he, he can get away? Um, so I just thought that was funny that that memory yes. popped in my head. No, I thought the same thing. I was, I, and then all the memes. Edith's still in the closet. Oh, I didn't see any of those. I did. They were like, okay. Edith's still waiting in the closet. She's back in the closet. Oh, yes. yes. This time she's looking for food. <laughs> all right. Number two. Um, this is sort of a vague question, but what did you think about the place that Rosita and Michonne found before they went in? Like, what kind of ideas did you have about what they were stumbling upon? Uh, I I thought that it was going to be like a nursing home facility or something that they had oh. got and left the music on. Oh, and eerie. Poor people were all walking around there just dead, just, you know, <sighs> just walking around in there. Yeah. Because I'm like, who? Because nobody would literally just have music playing at this, you know, yeah. during this time. So, yeah, yeah that's what I that's was thinking. Interesting. That's interesting and very creepy, I must say. It is. It <laughs> is. <laughs> hey, hey, but it's, a, it's a, a throwback to season what? To season, the first season, remember? Yeah, when yeah, I do. The Vapos, and they were helping the nursing home. Yeah. Yep. But I, um, I that immediately went out the door when I saw the building. I was like, oh. Something else. So. Yeah, something else. Yeah, I kind of, I was kind of hoping that it was maybe another community or something. I mean, I don't think it's the time to bring in another community. We have several, but I'm always just so intrigued about who else is out there. And I do like that creepy factor. Like, what do these people do? What are they doing in here? Um, but yeah, like you, when I saw the building, I was kind of like, no, nah, it's probably not another community. But that's where my mind was headed at first. Um, I was thinking maybe uh, it was a whole new group and that they wouldn't necessarily infiltrate it, but that they would, you know, get some intel, like create some some mystery like what maybe is coming up next. Um, And and I think as this war goes on, it's just showing me as a viewer how big the saviors really are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. They are are just huge. Oh, my God. Yes. They yeah. had, Rick and the group had no idea, no idea what they were doing when they went right. to that outpost originally. So, but why would Dwight leave out that facility? That's a big place. Maybe he didn't know about it. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he didn't Good know point. about it. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, all his information hasn't been completely accurate. So, yeah, they probably don't tell every person everything. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking that because I, that that would give somebody too much power. Yeah, 
That's true. Yeah. Can't do that. Of course not. No, I am vegan. Mm. Okay. Uh, do you think that uh, Rick uh, expected to be captured uh, by the scavengers, and this is all a part of his plan? At first, no, but just after thinking about it a little bit after watching, I thought maybe so, that he's got something up his sleeve. I mean, because he's just, you know, he gets emotional sometimes and may seem a little irrational, but that just, I mean, like I, I, I told my husband, I was like, they could, or they could have just shot him on sight. You know, he could have shown up, and yeah, it doesn't matter if his group knows that he's there. They could have just taken him out, you know, from the get go, and, and people knowing where he was wasn't going to help him. So that there, I just felt like, yeah, I feel like there has to be something he knew about what they would do, or um, that that there's a bigger plan. At least, and, and at least I hope so, because. That's pretty sorry if he didn't, you know, if he just shows up and gets all his clothes taken and Jada's stomping around his boots and he's stuck in the box. Um, that'd be that's just <laughs> sad if if there's not if there's not a bigger plan to it. So. Yes, well, I have to say that I I think this is definitely was a part of his plan, and I'm not uh-huh. sure why the scavengers didn't um, shoot him yeah. unless unless. She got the same instructions everybody else got. Which, oh, right. Again, was to bring the widow, the king, right. and Rick back to him. Right. And, and, and that's yeah. why she's doing it. So. And, maybe, and and good point. Maybe that's why he was willing to go there. But maybe he feels like that's his protection, that they're not going to just take him out because everyone has been told Want to capture now. them a lot. Yeah. So he's using that to his advantage somehow. But, um, yeah, it was yeah, like reminding me. I did say Go ahead. Oh, I say it reminded me of Daryl being in the cell. You know, first they did give him his little wow. sweatsuit, and they just threw him in there with his dog food sandwich, shivering. Um, I know. My so, dear. although Rick wasn't shivering, Rick was is hot. It looks like so. Yeah, I do, and like I said, I just can't believe he was that stupid. So, no. <laughs> yeah. So there's got to there's got to be more to it. There's got to be. More. Yes. Yes. So we're, we've got faith in you, Rick. Yes, Rick Grime. <laughs> okay. Uh, numero Trace. You like that? Tracy, Trace, Numero Trace. Hashtag Team Tamish. Hashtag Team Tracy. All right. Should Sadiq <laughs> have trusted Carl? Um, who do you think took the bigger risk? Carl trying to approach Sadiq or Sadiq? Going with Carl, who who do you see okay. taking the bigger risk? When you have, uh, sorry, Carl fans out there, I'm gonna go there. When you've already lost one of your body parts, you're always taking the risk. Okay, you uh-huh. are already limited on what yeah. you can see. Okay, <laughs> so Carl was taking the bigger risk. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think he was definitely because really. After his father shot that gun up uh-huh. in the air and he ran away, he didn't know what to be cast. He he just didn't. He, I don't care if you were watching him kill a walker or not. And then uh-huh. he almost got himself killed talking about Carl trying to help Sadiq free some souls. Yeah. That was a wild uh, walker battle there. 
You know, I'm going to I'm I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say that Sadiq took the bigger risk um simply because Rick fired the gun and there were he saw at least two of them and not just he 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 knew that Carl was not just alone totally in this world that there was he was at least with one other person so that would make him potentially outnumbered Rick did fire the gun so he's having to believe Carl when he says that they were just warning shots um and it sounds like Sadiq has been on his own for much longer than Carl and to me that makes him more vulnerable um about you know probably trusting anyone else at this point so to, to me I think he took the bigger risk in trusting Carl I mean granted we know Carl and we know his intentions are good but trying to look at it objectively um I mean on the one hand you could say it's smart of him to try to get with a group yeah but but can you trust them as far as trust I would I would say Sadiq was taking the bigger risk call yeah. me crazy yeah. okay yeah. okay Oh, I'll, I'll let you have that one. That one's we, we can't agree on everything. We can't. Ah. We'll see how long could he last. All right, hit me with your number three. Uh, Not too hard. Think, <laughs> hey, do you think uh, Jesus will turn on the hilltop? On the hilltop at some mm. point? No. I don't think he'll turn on them. I think if anything... He might, he could leave or um, you know, sort of bow out, like, I can't, this is not my philosophy, I can't do this. But he he's always been, he has a history of sort of mediation and trying to get people to work together. So I think he'll, he'll bend a little bit and come around. And I think he's going to make every, his best effort to try to come to some agreement with Maggie and with the group. But. I don't think he's going to turn on them. But okay. I have I have a I, feeling you might think he is, so let's see what you think. Ah, no, I do. I think he's getting – I think he is losing his patience with oh. uh, trying to find humanity because okay. he's trying to be the voice of reason at this point, and, and it's slowly failing. I think he thought he had had a breakthrough with Maggie until she said that the prisoners were bargaining chips. And uh-huh. then he just kind of was like, "Whoa!" So yeah. I think, I think, especially if they have to wind up killing some of the prisoners, oh uh-huh. boy, I do. I think he'll wind up turning, turning on the hilltop, and then leaving, like you said, and just walking away. Okay. All right. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, it's time to talk about our most explosive moments. You choose. Yes. Do you do you want to go first? Or Absolutely not, Tracy. I would uh, love to go first. Okay. Yes. Um. Okay. I have a few. I'm going to sprinkle them around. Um. I was super irritated. So you're doing you're doing more than one explosive moment. Well, no. I'm going to pick one. It, it could encompass my ball. <laughs> it could, but I'm only going to pick one. I'm going to mention a few. But I'm only gonna pick yeah. one. Look how she's bending the rules, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. So it's I was we always seem to find something that is an actual physical explosion. So granted, when um 
Rosita shot the rocket launcher or RPG, whatever it's called, that was clearly explosive. And it really irritated me the way that guy talked to her. And I, I know we were supposed to be irritated by it, but when he calls her baby girl, oh, I just cringe. Um, but that's not my most explosive. But I had to consider that one. And then I had to consider Rick's eyeball looking out of that box. You know, he's sucking that box. <laughs> Apparently in his boxer briefs or whatever. But um, but then as we have talked uh, in this episode of the podcast, I feel like he's got something up his sleeve. So I'm not going to be like totally shocked by that. I'm going to think there's more to it. So I'm going to go with Daryl and Tara running into that truck. That was just like, boom. I just, I did not see that coming. Um, and it just, you know, that did surprise me. It was a little too convenient, I think. <laughs> but, um, you know, but yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Then I think we're good on explosive moments for tonight. What you think? <laughs> uh, did, I, did I take one of yours? Nope, you didn't even touch mine. Oh, okay. You can't touch this. No, my most explosive moment, and I think <laughs> many and much, many, much of America will agree, it was uh-huh. too much for me to handle, but it was the nakedness of Jada. Help me now. <laughs> help me, somebody help me. I was not prepared for that. I know it's hot in the junkyard, but my God. I, I did consider that one too, and I just had to laugh. Like, what the heck is going on here? What is and this then, place? Yes, and then we got a slight view of the, yeah. what I call the Oh my goodness! I know she so, was not yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah, like, what, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was it was too much. Okay, it was just too much. So yeah, there we that, go. that was. That was quite a, quite a surprise, indeed. And I, I did consider that I'm briefly. giving you a great big shout out for your ability. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, she just sat there cool, you know, just like there's nothing, you know. Yeah, she just no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Ain't no thing. Mm. Yes. So there you go. That's it. That's it for me. That was mine. <laughs> That's a good one, for sure. (laughs) All right. So, should we rate this episode? Is it time? It's time. It's time. time. Okay. So, should I... And Tracy, will you remind our listeners, what is the rating again, the scale? Oh, yes, thank you. Uh, One to five sticks of dynamite, with five being the best. So, should I assume you would like me to go first on this as well? Absolutely. Are you going to sprinkle some things with us? (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkle sprinkle a few decimal points in there. Um, um, I'm going to go with 3.5. I was interested in most of the stories but I wanted more from them. I, I do feel like maybe it was a little too much packed into one that I didn't get as much as I wanted from my favorites. I, you know, I would have liked to explore the Carol Ezekiel thing more. Henry um, would have liked to 
I was going to say, I would like to have seen more with Jayus and Rick, but don't take that the oh, wrong way. No. I didn't really want to see any more, literally. Um, I wanted to see how that story unfolded a little more. But um, And then um, I liked the Carl and, and Sadiq stuff. But, you know, it was just, I, I feel like we didn't get to proceed as far with, with my favorite storylines this week. But it was fun. I mean, I had some laughs, especially at Gregory getting uh, thrown into the pen and uh, yeah. that was pretty hysterical. Um, so three and a half, it's, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. I'm giving it, the episode for me was a 3.62875, 3.62875. Oh, you can actually you know, repeat I have it. That's good. Some points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wanted uh, more action, just more action pack. I, I wanted okay. to do more fighting in this episode. And that's what okay. I was missing. I did, yeah. however, uh, very much uh, enjoy some of the uh, dialogue in the uh, what I'll call the hilltop prison. <laughs> that was. Oh good. yeah, yeah. Those that were was, some good exchanges. Good. Yes, yeah, that was some good exchanges. But three point six two eight seven five. Nice. And I did. Speaking of the hilltop, I I did like seeing Maggie hold the baby. Oh, yes. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yes. Was sweet. And I want everybody to remember it's only been a day and a half. Day and a half. Pregnant. That's right. That's right. That Thank pregnant. you for that that reminder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, if folks want to send us a question or comment, where do they find us? You can find us at. TNT Talk on Twitter. Yep, TNT and Talk also, Podcast. I think it's all so spelled there you out. Uh huh. Hit us up on Twitter. So many shows dot com. Yes. Is where you'll find us. Mhm. iTunes. And email us. Yes, please subscribe, please review. We need that we need that feedback, good or bad. Yeah. Be honest. Um and you can email us Tracy at so many shows dot com or Tamish at so many shows dot com. So um And so we're gonna pretend that you all already know how to do this, but I'm just gonna spell it out anyway. T A N E C H E. There you go. And then Tracy. T R A C E Y. Yes, at so many shows.com. Good. Good information. So, um, thanks to all of you who do give some feedback and uh, chat with us. That's a lot of fun. We appreciate it, and uh, we'd love to hear from more of you. So, thanks for hanging out with us. Yay! And yay. We'll be back. We will, and I'm back. <laughs> She's back, folks. She's back. <laughs> See you later.